Hi, I'm T, parent guide and harmonizer. Welcome to Relational Parents, where we are leading our families from a place of openness and expansiveness. And from there, we get to connect more joyfully and deepen our relationships. So glad you're here. Hello, I'm so excited to continue this conversation with you around the theme of wholeness. And today I want to talk about the filters that we have up. We don't even know, but there are filters that we have up that will only allow certain things through. Or another way to look at it is that they are blocking out certain things. They're, they're not allowing other thing, you know, certain things to be received by us. Okay. Okay. It's, wow. We can talk about this for a long time. I love the idea of, uh, of talking about those filters, but that's for, uh, that's for a different time. What I want to say about these filters specifically around wholeness and specifically around being a parent of an adolescent is these take on a different level of importance. Okay. Because when our kids are seven years old, let's say they're spending, I mean, you know, so they're in school, hopefully, um, uh, they're in school, but their non-school hours, they are, they're captive to our environment. They get to, they have to, they spend a lot of time with us. And so we have a lot of exposure to them, right? But as they start getting older and as they start getting into adolescence, which starts at a different, you know, at different ages, but it can start as early as 10 in some cases, I mean, it's, it's getting earlier. Okay. So as they get into adolescence, the dynamic changes, right? It changes to one of, Hmm, I want to spend more time with my friends or I, you know, I want to spend more time with my friends in this club and this club leader or this mentor teacher or whatever, but they're spending time outside of our orbit, our atmosphere, okay? Our environment that we've set up. So since they're spending less time with us, that means that we have by definition, fewer opportunities to be with them, to be observing them, to be supportive of them. And so if in those more limited opportunities as adolescents, they do or say something and it bumps against a filter and doesn't come through and we react negatively to it that like we don't have all those opportunities so that's going to be more more meaningful we don't have the same kind of opportunities to recover from that because we're not spending as much time with them and P.S. They're going to be a little like naturally more critical of us. So, you know, it would be much easier as an adolescent for a child to say like, oh, well, you can't even get over the fact that I'm in my room for two hours after dinner. Like, 
screw you, right? It'd be much easier for them to kind of react and, and push away and spend even less time with us. So these things become just more, more important as the parent of an adolescent. And so I want to give you um, an example, an example uh, from, of course, personal example from a few years back. And this is an example where I actually, you know, I, I actually did let something through, but it wasn't, it wasn't easy. I had a little, a little chatter in my head. I let something through and then something beautiful grew. And it, it's something that just stays with me because I, it's not what I would have expected. So I'll just tell you the story. It was years back when my son was choosing his first classes for high school, freshman year. And, um, you know, he was going to a, a high school that um, is a, a college preparatory type of school. So there wasn't a lot of choice, right? He had to take a math and a science and a social studies, da, 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 da. He had room for like one elective. That was it. And so I'm like salivating because I'm like, oh my goodness, there's robotics, there's engineering drawing, there's introduction to computer programming, like there's all these really cool things. I'm so excited. I wonder what he's going to pick. And so we're sitting there together and I said like, oh, so sweetie, um, you know, so we like, we had a, a little bit of it wasn't even really choice, but it was kind of like, okay, you placed into this math class, you placed into this, da, da, da. Let's look at your elective. And I said like, what, what are you thinking? What would you like to do? And he was very sure. And he said, intro to guitar, mom, that's what I'm going to do. And so I had like, you know how you can, when you're drifting off and you can have like a whole dream, but really it's like in a second and a lot happens in that second. Well, I had that and I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Like there's all these other great choices and you're picking guitar. Are you kidding me? And then my head went to, wait a minute. We like, we got you guitar lessons when you were like four and you, you know, you did it for whatever, six months and you, you stop. So don't you already know that that's not for you? And I had all of this happening like in a heartbeat and what, you know, I, I was able to kind of talk to myself and the conversation went something like this. It went, well, he has had guitar lessons and he has been able to play around with it. So Yes, he put it away and 10 years later, he wants to take it back out. How cool is that? He already knows it and he seems very sure. And there was, I didn't have the words for it that I just explained to you about filters and adolescence then, but there was a part of me that was like, well, he seems very sure. Um, let's see how this goes. Like, who am I to know what's really right for him? So the payoff here is not only that I didn't push against him in the moment and we didn't have a conflict and he didn't retreat to his room and go like, oh, my mom doesn't understand me. Okay, not only that, but 
a couple of Christmases ago, um, he did like a little mini concert actually with his brother. Um, and he played three or four uh, Christmas tunes for his grandparents in in like a different style he's really into like the metal guitar and like the heavy metal stuff so he played them in that style and it was super cool everybody loved it and he played in his um he played a number of solos or leads i guess in his uh his latest guitar concert and actually today's the day that they're doing a they're doing a senior prank uh, at school and his guitar he and his guitar play uh, a, a prominent role in that prank i can't wait to hear about it that'll be a story for another day but all of that came into the world and it it maybe wouldn't have if i had put my foot down and like, no, 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 I know better. And, you know, don't, you know, and this and that and whatever, whatever the, the other possibility would have been, it came through. And so I, I would suggest, and I'm looking to, I'm always looking for what's that other filter. And Michael has something to say. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, but what's that other filter that I'm not even aware of that I am putting up and uh, and blocking something from coming through? And next episode, I have um, I have a really big suggestion for you to help support you through that because this is um this steep stuff it's not stuff that uh, most parents most people but certainly not even most parents are willing to do so i applaud you if you stuck with me this long i applaud you for showing up uh for yourself and for your kids and um and just being open to something new so until next time, I will sign off. Bye for now. If something in this podcast resonated for you, I want to give you a special invitation to come on over and join us in our private community on Facebook. It's called Relational Parents. You can find us that way. We're there having real conversations about what's going on in our households, our challenges, and we are a very inclusive and non-judgmental safe space. I hope to see you there soon.